Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to look at Psalm 5. And this is an interesting psalm because it is the first hint of a certain genre of psalms, which we will run into eventually if we get through all of them. And that genre is something known as an imprecatory psalm. Now, this is basically a psalm that is a call for judgment. And then in David's case, as he's the one writing this psalm, he is calling for God to vindicate him by destroying his enemies. He's calling for God to rain down justice on them, for them to get what they deserve. But what's interesting about imprecatory psalms as a genre is that you would think that, or at least some people would think that asking God to hurt your enemies would not be a godly thing to do. It wouldn't be a Christian idea or concept And while there may be something to that, turning the other cheek and all these other concepts that that are often brought up in a discussion about something like this, it's very important to note that when it comes to imprecatory psalms, the judgment and the vindication that is being asked for by the, the person who's praying is being asked for not necessarily even for one's own sake but it's being asked for for God's own sake. Often when David is praying for his enemies to be destroyed or to be laid low by God, it is so that God's glory will be vindicated, that God's character will no longer be tarnished. David doesn't want God to get a bad reputation because he allows evil to go on for too long. He doesn't want God to be mocked or to be trivialized by the wicked. And so he's asking for God to do something for God's reputation's sake, not necessarily for his own. Now, as a child of God, David also understands this concept that I think we can forget. And that is that if you hurt one of God's children, you hurt God. In fact, if you look at the strategy of the devil... In the New Testament, who seeks to devour and destroy and kill and hurt Christians, this is exactly his strategy. Because he can't hurt God, the next best thing is to hurt that which God cares about. And so David is also making an appeal on his own behalf, but as one who follows Yahweh, to say, God, I am your follower. I have given myself completely over to your care and to your protection. And please protect me. Please, please save me because in so doing, you will bring glory to your name and you protect your own. I know that you do. This is in your character. So that's an important idea. This on this concept of imprecatory psalms, we will probably see them again as we keep going. But this whole psalm in general is an appeal to God as a holy and as a just warrior, both in terms of his character, his holiness and justice, but also the warrior aspect of God's ability to take care of business 
that God is not someone you want to be on the wrong side of when he decides that his patience is up. So what we see here as well, which is, I think, fascinating, is a juxtaposition of David versus those who are, as David puts it, bloodthirsty and deceitful. But I want us to stop for a moment and think about what we know about David. Isn't it true that David also did all these things? Is David being a hypocrite here by by calling down judgment on those who are wicked because they have shed blood? David certainly shed blood. In fact, it's the reason that God gave him for why he couldn't be the one to build the temple, and it had to go to his son Solomon. What about deceit? Well, I would think that lying to the man whose wife you had stolen and then creating false orders to send him to the front line so that he would be killed in battle is a pretty good example of deceit. David was not a good guy, and yet he's calling down God's judgment on people who may be guilty of some of the very same things or maybe even not quite as bad by our standards. So what's interesting, and I want you to see this if you if you read the psalm, how does David think that he can he can ask this? It is on the basis of God's love and mercy. It is not on the basis of David's own righteousness. And that's huge. That's everything. That's the key to unlocking David's perspective on this psalm. He's not being a hypocrite. He knows that he has committed sin. He knows that he has uh, done things that make him guilty before God, but he also knows that he has thrown himself on the mercy of God and that God in his love will cover over his sin because he has chosen to follow after God and he has repented and he has changed his ways and he has committed himself to God. I think this is beautiful foreshadowing here in Psalm chapter 5 because this theme, this idea that we are guilty. Why do we deserve mercy? And it it being on the basis of God's love and mercy, not on the basis of our own righteousness, I, I think, as I said, that's just beautiful foreshadowing of so much that we see in the life and person of Jesus and in the New Testament. This is, at its heart, one of the very core elements of the gospel message and the Christian worldview. And we find it right here in an Old Testament Psalm of David. 